3: Thanks for listening to Danny and Dusty On Demand, a Service Patriots podcast. Is
1: your heater safe? Why replace it when Service Patriots can restore it? Get their $59 27-point furnace tune-up and safety check, including a free 1-inch filter. They'll also check your A.C.
3: for free. Go to ServicePatriots.com.
1: Danny and Dusty. My Uncle Gus is the uncle that liked to work the grill. As soon as he walk in the house, he's like, get away from that grill. You don't start to no fire. With the latest on the Blazers, Ducks, Beavers, and the hottest topics in sports. We're going to eat a hamburger, okay? Here we go. Chad, throw the match. Now that's a fire. Danny and Dusty on the Odyssey app and 1080. I'm not cooking a Brontosaurus burger. The Fan number three on a Tuesday. That means it's time for three up, three down, three things like three things we didn't from the NFL weekend that was. And football, footballed really hard, especially the NFL this weekend. Oh yeah, brother! It's, it's starting to heat up. We are nine weeks, nine, nine weeks into the nine? NFL season.
4: Nine times. Nine times. Mm. Mm-hmm.
1: And three up, three down from the both of us doesn't equal nine, but it is the number that we have to go off of. This hey, week. three times three is hum, babe. Jeff Ross, get us underway with that sweet, sweet NFL music.
3: Unmathed. Go
4: ahead. give you a little clap. <laughs> All
1: right, three up, three down. Starting with three up, ladies and gentlemen, the yeah. Tennessee Titans came into this morning with the unofficial depth chart as Ryan Tannehill as their number one quarterback. Well, the official depth chart came out, and Will Levis has been named the number one. Wah, bah, bah, bah. Billy Jeans. Billy look, the Titans made the right move, and Will Levis, he gets the up because, look, man, the guy's out here performing. I'm really interested to see what he does down the uh, home stretch of the NFL season.
3: No doubt about it. Uh, that That's an awesome story, too, uh, Mr. Coffee Mayo and his coffee. My uh, First up, Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson is playing outstanding football. Not only is he leading the NFL in completion percentage. That's right. Lamar Jackson, he who hath been criticized for his accuracy, accuracy and ability to throw the football, is leading the NFL in completion percentage, and he also leads the NFL in rushing yards for quarterbacks 440 yards. Not too shabby. Yeah. You know the only other guy to do that? Hmm. Steve, Young. Uh, Steve Young. Steve Young. You know what year he did that? 1994. Yeah, yep, that would be it. That would be the year <laughs> it's when a pretty
1: good year. For the Niners. He, he
3: got the the monkey off his back and they won a damn Super Bowl in convincing fashion. Mm. Now, am I saying the Ravens are going to win the Super Bowl? Yes. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. They've got to get healthy, but that's the thing that's the most impressive part about this yeah. Ravens team and what they've 100%. been able to do is they are still banged up and significantly banged up. They have, if they continue this run and they start getting more healthy, they are the scariest team in the NFL right now, and they have the the largest point differential in the entire NFL, plus one fifteen. They are the only team in the league, and they haven't to beaten be somebody by fifty, plus one hundred. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's incredible what they're doing right now.
1: You love to see it, uh,
3: unless you don't like Lamar Jackson yes. or the Ravens.
1: I, I'm not. I'm not anti Lamar. I've always I been love him. I've always been proven. Yeah. And now he's proving it. So I'm going. Sure is. There you go. Yeah. Just give your nods. Uh, speaking of giving nods, uh, everyone in the Raiders locker room gave the nods to Antonio Pierce oh. uh, and not to Josh McDaniels as they unceremonially threw his ass out. Thank you. God, here we'll, go. We'll get to that audio here in a little bit from Jake Glazer okay. because, my goodness. Uh, but I'm giving it up to the Raiders who came out and did the thing that they should have been doing from the jump, which is paying your, or giving your $13 million running back some carries. The Raiders, again, they played the Giants. They're the worst team in football. They're horrendous. There's nothing redeemable about that franchise in any way, shape, matter, or form right now. But the Raiders went out and do, did what they're supposed to do to that kind of franchise, and they dump truck them yep. in every facet of the game. So Raiders they did it. congratulations you got rid of Josh McDaniels, and you went out and you looked like a functional NFL franchise
3: it 's a good week to do that against the Giants like, oh, so it's, it's good great it's when it's good when you can do that against the Giants. Uh, my second up is the Titans, ro- or that not the Titans the Texans rookies mm. a totally different team the Houston Texans rookies CJ Stroud, the number two overall pick thirty of forty two four hundred and seventy yards, five tutties, Zero interceptions. That'd be a quarterback rating of 147.8. He has been lights out. Uh, The most starts ever with 300 or more passing yards, two or more passing touchdowns, and zero interceptions from an Ohio State quarterback. Five. Mm. That is total. C.J. Stroud has three of those five. Yep, he's bucking a lot of trends. CJ Stroud has been awesome. But you know what? Will Anderson picked up his second sack of the year mm-hmm. and he's starting to heat up as well. You know, a lot they gave up a big haul to move up and get get Will Anderson sure. again. But he is starting to catch a rhythm. It's been a slow burn, but he's got twenty-five pressures on two hundred and two uh attempts rushing the passer. It's gonna get better, right? It's gonna mm-hmm. get better. But you're starting to see how good he can be when he's starting to get home on those pressures that he's getting to the quarterback. So the Texans' rookies, they kind of got mocked for moving up and getting Will Anderson. It was a good luck with the Ohio State quarterback. Well, both those picks are looking pretty dang good right now.
1: Now, speaking of draft picks, my third up is for the Giants because, ladies and gentlemen, they are so bad that there is almost no doubt that they're going to get one of the top quarterbacks available in the NFL draft. Mm. I-, I found a bright side. Got it. Ryan Cooley, if you're listening, there you go. There's your bright side of your terrible, terrible Giants. Dang. All
3: right. Well, then uh, I will give you the downside, but it is an up for ah. the Dallas Cowboys after a crippling loss to the uh, <laughs> Philadelphia Eagles. We'll talk about it a little bit. Look, there were plenty of opportunities for them to win that game. Sure. They lose in heartbreaking fashion. Hmm. They come into this week against the New York Giants, and this is a great feeling as a fan base. Even off of a loss, you have the biggest point spread of the week, and it's a massive one. They are 16.5-point favorites. You're kidding. Over the New York Giants. 16.5. Is that
1: the largest spread in NFL history?
3: No, nah, I don't think it's the largest one in NFL history, but pretty big. Pretty big. You don't blame that's, Vegas, though, because that's Daniel... an enormous spread. Well, Daniel Jones goes down with the injury. Yep. Tyrod Taylor is not going to be playing. Ribs. So they went out and they picked up quarterback off the scrap heap. I mean, what are they going to do at quarterback I in guess. this game? And they have still. to go on the road. Oh, it's in Dallas? Yeah. 16 and a half with an over-under of 38 and a half. I'm still I'm not touching either of those lines. Goodness gracious almighty. That's too big in the NFL. They're saying that game is going to be like 26 to 10. Which is believable. Take the under and it's twenty
1: six ten. That's a believable line, but still yeah. that's such a massive spread. My yeah.
3: God. Twenty-seven <sighs> eleven.
1: All right, on to the in. downs, the Bills, man. They they haven't beat anybody. They haven't yeah. beat anybody. You look at their you look at their wins this year. The Raiders, the Commanders, the Dolphins, mm-hmm. the Giants and the Bucks. The Dolphins is the one win that they have, and that was the Dolphins coming to their place. Yeah, they the Bills and the Dolphins are looking at the mirror at each other, going, "This is a full Spider Man meeting."
3: Yeah. yeah,
1: yeah. They, they, the Bills are the slightly better version of the Dolphins right right now, where they they can't they can't beat anybody that's functional. And I just I, I gotta wonder what's going on in Buffalo.
3: It's head scratching, and it may be you know the offense isn't it has been on a slow decline since they lost Brian Dayball. But I, I don't know, man. Uh, my first down is the Dolphins and teams with winning records. They are six zero against teams that are under five hundred. They are zero and three against teams that have a five hundred or better record. If you go back to week three of the two thousand twenty two season, that is the last time the Dolphins beat a team with a winning record. Week three of last season when they had a Yikes. 21-19 win over the Buffalo Bills. It's brutal, man. It is brutal to watch them because they are exciting. They are good, but they're front runners right now. I and I think really a lot of it has that. a lot of it has to do with do you have the quarterback that can rise the tides and keep you keep you elevated? And you know, that's that's two at that point. And what he did in Germany at the end of that game does not make you feel much better. You know, turf that throw on third down <laughs> and goal was uh, mind-numbingly bad. And even if it is a misread, you misread that thing because the receiver made the right read mm-hmm. by gearing it down. And then the jump on the ball on fourth down—it's fourth down. You have to stay up by any means if you, you want to win the out. game. You don't jump on the ball.
1: Yikes, dog! Brutal. Uh, speaking of brutal, uh Dragonfly Jones. You follow him on on Twitter? She uh, had a he had a tweet uh about the Cowboys this weekend. The, the last line he called them God's dumbest soldiers. Oh, the the Cowboys fans because they show up knowing full well that in the biggest of moments, since the Tony Romo fumble, yeah. They are going to fail. Sure. And they find ways to fail and break your back the bigger the moment.
3: That fumble in Seattle.
1: Over and over and over again. Dak has a tremendous game, and yet they find a way to let you down every single time. So I'm going with the Cowboys and Cowboys fans because they keep getting Charlie
3: Brown. Okay. Stop believing in this team. All right. My uh, second down is the seventh seed in the NFC. If the playoffs were to start today— how exciting is this? Oh, give it to me. Your seven teams in the AFC that would make the playoffs, Kansas City, Baltimore, Oof. Jacksonville, Spicy. Miami, mm-hmm. Pittsburgh, yep. Cleveland, uh-huh. Cincy, mm-hmm. and the Buffalo Bills would be on the outside looking in Oof. right now. They'd be on the outside looking in. On the flip side of that, you Ooh. got the NFC. Philly. Sure. Detroit. huh, San Francisco. Right. New Orleans. Oof. Seattle, Okay. Dallas. Okay. And then your final playoff spot. These are the teams all Five within percent. two games of the final playoff spot. Ugh. Right now, Minnesota currently holds it with Josh Ugh. Dobbs that they traded for, the Pasternaut. Mm-hmm. The Washington Commanders and Atlanta Ugh. Falcons are each one game out. And then you have the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and Green Bay Ugh. Packers. All still, two games out, still like viable at three and five. Good God, that conference! The sucks. Packers and the Bucks are both three and five. Give me Baker all day. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and just three games out, the Bears. The Chicago oh Bears are God. three games out. Yeah,
1: one yeah. one winning streak, and they're in the thick of things. That's, That's disgusting. not going to
3: happen. It's the Chicago Bears. Well, I can tell
1: you where else it's not going to happen. Uh, my last down. Look, I am not making any judgment on Bryce Young. What I am making a judgment Mm. on is the Carolina Panthers moving up to take Bryce Young by parting with the number nine, the number 61, and then in last year's draft, as well as their 2024 first round and a 2025 second rounder, as well as DJ Moore because right now they may have given up the number one overall pick, yep, the number yep. nine pick, and then the number 61, and then what's probably going to be a, like a top 35 pick, all to move up to get Bryce
3: is that, Young. Is that bad? That seems bad.
1: My goodness. And again, bad, yeah. Bryce Young, is this, this. we're not saying he's broken, but right now the Houston Texans, the Chicago Bears, they made very, 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 very good
3: moves. My third down is Brett Rippon, uh, the former Boise State quarterback, the nephew mm. of uh, what? What? Mm? Oh, I thought you said something. It's said. Like, mm. Oh, <laughs> the nephew of Mark Rippon. Mm. Um, he had a 13-for-28, t- 130-yard game with no touchdowns and an interception, averaging 4.6 yards per attempt. Uh, that would be a quarterback rating of 24. It's out of 24, right? The Rams... Have opted to sign Carson Wentz with Matthew Stafford now being injured. Was Wentz with a team? John Wofford. No, he was not. No, he was not. This was not a trade. This was a. Uh, we need to find somebody. We need to find him fast. Guess who's not employed? Carson Wentz. Which uh, there's a guy who can fix him. It might might be Sean McVay. I can. Good fix luck with him. that. Good luck with that. I can fix him. That's three up, three
1: down. Every week, Tuesday at. 2 o'clock. Three things we like, three things we don't. Coming out of the NFL weekend. Coming up next, we will dive into that Josh Dobbs acquisition with the Minnesota Vikings and what he was able to do coming up not off the street, but coming into a team with no practice. Danny and Dusty, Tiny the Fan.
2: What? How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage.
4: podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com odyssey podcast
0: Thank you for being a friend. Travel down the road back again. Your heart is true, you're a pal and a confidant.
3: Danny and Dusty on the fan.
1: You know sometimes it's fun to talk about fun things. <laughs> you don't say. You don't say. It doesn't have to all stop. Uh, Josh Dobbs gets uh, gets picked up by the Minnesota Vikings in a quick little trade after Kirk Cousins ruptures his Achilles and yep. he's 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 done for the season. They they've got Jaron Hall. Uh, he was there off their practice squad, correct?
3: Yeah, BYU. Mm-hmm. I know uh, Jaron Hall, BYU. I think it was Arizona State he may have won, like a game at Arizona State back when, you know, they used to have expectations um, that I was like, oh, God, how do you lose to that? It was a Pac-12 team where I was like, how do you lose to Jaron Hall? Mm. It was a very depressing game.
1: But he goes out there. And that he, was the Pac-12. Yeah, there you go. That the, man, that's Pac-12 in a nutshell right there. <laughs> uh, that was why they were in the position they were in. But Jaron Hall gets the start because yeah. he's familiar with the system. He's been with, with the Vikings uh, uh, program for at least program for a little while. Um, but he gets knocked out, gets a concussion, which is interesting because he goes five of six. Like, he's throwing the ball around a little bit. It's like, oh, this is interesting. But also, it's the Falcons. Yep. Josh Dobbs comes not off the street. He's He's in season ready because he's been playing relatively well for the very bad cardinals. Yeah. But he comes in and he's on this the video from the sideline is insane. You've seen it, right? Uh-huh. Where he's got all of the offensive linemen around him and they're going through his cadence and what he sound like because mm-hmm. they haven't
3: heard it. No, he is he didn't even know what the cadence was. Yeah. So like and here's the thing about cadence. You may be like what's so hard about this? It could be you know for him if it's down set go or is it down set go it's all down, pa- set, it's pa- it's pacing go and you don't know what one it is mm-hmm. or what does going on one versus down going on two sound like, like there's so many things that mm-hmm. are at play here that you just don't know like I, that is a mind trip to think that that is they're going through that in a game mm-hmm. because on he doesn't the even know what it is
1: and he he doesn't know the playbook yeah. So he's got, he's got the coach in his ear in that in that headset. He's not giving him the, the calls like he's. I mean he is, but he's yeah. given as he's giving him the calls. He's walking him through the route trees yep. and what the progressions are. Just literally telling
3: him. Well, apparently, like, he would call the play, and then he'd look to Jordan Addison and be like, what are you running? Yeah. And he'd be like, I'm running a post. He's running it out. You're, you know, we got a dig coming. And he'd be like, okay. Okay. And then in the headset, Kevin O'Connell's going, hey, if you see one, throw to Jordan. If mm-hmm. you see two, throw to Hawkinson. And it's like, that's how they made it through this game. Yeah. Which it, is crazy. Which
1: is, for the NFL, is nuts. No, yeah. You would think that, because the, the Falcons have to know this that he's not up to speed. And you would think they would try to junk some stuff up and really throw him off. Yeah. If they did, they did a very bad job at it.
3: Yeah, and it's not like what Josh Dobbs did was like it absolutely scorch them, right? I mean, he I'm, did he didn't put up funny numbers again. He didn't throw for 300 yards. No, but he
1: did he did put up 200 plus yards of total offense and three touchdowns.
3: Sure, but it how many did he throw for?
1: One fifty eight. Yeah. So little, little dinks and dunks.
3: I mean, and then he scrambled a lot For because he didn't know what he was doing, and he's a really good athlete. So I mean, that is when you junk it up and you have an athlete back there. He made plays, right? Sure. So I think if you're sitting there going, "We hold the team, we hold the opposing quarterback to 158 yards," feeling pretty good about winning this game. But if you're Arthur Smith, this is just embarrassing. Like, yes. It's embarrassing that you do lose. It was that game. so bad he had to shave off his mustache. And the fact that. You have all of those tools. I mean, the Vikings and the Falcons are so similar in that they have got so many skill position players that you're like, how do they lose football games? You should not be this bad. And they shouldn't be this bad. Yet, here we are. And the Falcons are a worse version of of the Vikings, mm-hmm. but they've got Drake London, Kyle Pitts, Bijan Robinson, Tyson Al- or Tyler Algier. You should be a better football team with than well, what they are. Drake
1: was banged up for this game, but
3: yes, your point stands. It, well, no, I'm talking just Generally, on, on yes. the season. That is the Vikings. The Vikings have got TJ Hawkinson, Jordan Addison. Uh they've got Justin Jefferson, Jefferson who's out and hurt, yeah. he's he's hurt too. But it's like you should never be this bad. They got Madison uh, at running back. Like, you should not be this Acres bad. before his Achilles went. And they are. They are. And it is a just a. it's an embarrassing loss for the Falcons, but I it cannot be overstated how impressive it is that Josh Dobbs was able to just step in and do this because he said it best. He said, it's like I studied for a French... Uh, I, I, I learned French and then took a Spanish test. It's a completely different language. That is a great way to, to describe it because all the terminology that you worked so hard to learn in Arizona to be their starting quarterback, you throw it away. You crumple it all up and you throw it away and now you have to learn all new terminology you have to learn a new cadence you you haven't watched film like you thought um you're going to need to in this game because of the fact that you know you just got to Minnesota mm-hmm. and they had a guy they were going to start in a spot it's it's wildly impressive what he did
1: it's it's even more uh, impressive and also more understandable and believable because he has a degree in aerospace
3: engineering yeah he's quite literally brilliant yeah there's two there's two guys that you want in this Uh, In this situation, you want a guy who is, you know, the pastor not Mm -hmm. and has gone and done internships at NASA NASA. (laughs) or or. You want a complete moron <laughs> who is... You want the Goldfish? You want to go full Ted Lasso? Y- you want a guy who is too dumb to understand yep. what he's getting himself just, into. Just, just hooping. You just say, go out and play, man. Go We're going to roll yeah. this thing out and do something cool. That is what you... There is no middle ground. You don't want the Kirk Cousins. Anything. Anything. You don't want no. the guy
1: who's like, I need to prepare this, this, this. They're no. like No, you, you're right. I think you're 100% right. You, you, want, yeah. you want Johnny Manziel mm-hmm. or you want Dobbs.
3: Yeah. You want a guy who can just F it, I'm going to do something cool. Yep. Or I'm so smart, I will be able to tell, I will be able to the guy that absorb what any of you the tell me in that headset before the play clock mm-hmm. turns off our headsets at the 15 second mark. Like there's zero middle ground. And they got Josh Dobbs and they won the football game. Did That's that, really cool. That,
1: that You know what? I think just going completely off script or completely just like freewheeling, like, okay, yeah. there's freewheeling, but we understand the steps to
3: this. Yeah. That's what you need. And his athleticism and his ability to run for 50 yards, too. Super useful. It was good. Uh, will it be great for them like long-term? Absolutely not, no. Josh Dobbs caps out. But in this moment, against that team, it was good. I like it. And good enough to win. I like it. It's a fun story. Yeah, it's an awesome story. Oh, look, it makes me want to buy a Josh Dobbs jersey. You can get one. Can you get a Viking? They one? had it. They had them in the fan store. They, they made. Sm- sure they the were team smart. Took a picture of like it's only that like, like it was on the jersey rack and there's only one. Was it a jersey? But then there's no full full on jersey. Wow. But then he was like right next to I can't remember whose jersey. It was like Justin Jefferson was right next to him and there's like 50 of them and there's yes. like one Dobbs. But you can get it. You they made sure it. to tweet it out too. It's
1: smart. It's yeah. good. It's good branding. Good marketing. <laughs> All right. Well, I tell you you what—you probably use a little bit of marketing, a little bit of branding. It's the college football playoff that's going to be announced here in an hour and a half. Is there going to be a change at the top? Will we see Washington move up, move down? What's going to happen with all this? We'll
2: get to that and more. But first, here's the big Kahuna with Sports Center update.
4: That's that Hawaiian burger
2: joint Now get 0% APR or up to $1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.
1: I'm Tony Kornheiser. This is my show. My friends come on. We talk about basketball now, golf, and the metronome of your life, baseball. Whether it's opening day, the big tournament, or one of the majors, we have the best to preview it and break down just what happens. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Danny and Dusty on the Odyssey app and Portland's sports leader, 1080, the fan. College football playoff will be revealed for Week Two. Will we see a Pac-12 team in the top four?
3: No, uh, there's nothing that the teams in front of Washington did to to move themselves, unless you see the committee finally say michigan yeah Out, and we have that pull up right now at danny and dusty on twitter bots um and you can go in there and you can vote about who you think should be in the uh college football playoff or if michigan should or should not be allowed currently we got a uh, couple hundred votes and it says should michigan be allowed in the college football playoff no 62 percent of the vote that's been steady throughout, the really, the entirety of it. So go and vote, at Danny and Dusty, if you want to have your voice heard on that. I just retweeted her right there. Um, but unless the playoff committee has a change of heart, I I don't think that we see any sort of movement because all they did is go out and beat Purdue 41-13. Ohio State beats, although slow out of the gate, they beat Rutgers 35-16. Georgia 30 to 21 over Missouri, which is the 12th ranked team in the country just a week ago. And then uh, Florida State beat Pitt 24 7. None of those things say Washington should jump any of them, right? Maybe you knock Ohio State down to two and Georgia back up to one just because mm. of game Quality control. Of a win. Yeah, well, and game control. Yeah. yeah, they just didn't, they weren't as impressive from start to finish. But I don't see Washington leaping anybody. Um, what I will find interesting, if we're talking about who leaves someone, I'm looking at Oregon State. Like, How mm-hmm. many teams does Oregon State jump this week? Because they have a win against, all, albeit it's Colorado in the Pac-12 after dark. But uh, if you want to talk game control, they controlled that game. And ahead of them, the team's directly ahead of them. So Oregon State was ranked 16th last week. They Nobody behind them had a win over a ranked program. Okay, except for Oklahoma State, which was twenty second, and mm-hmm. they beat number nine Oklahoma. Okay, but the teams in front of them that lost: number fifteen Notre Dame lost 31-23 to Clemson.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Number fourteen LSU lost forty two to twenty eight to Alabama and picked up their third loss of the season.
1: And that game wasn't quite that close.
3: Yeah, it was. I mean, it was. It was for. I mean, the beginning for the beginning, and, sure. then, and then then again back to the game control, and then Jalen Miller all ran all over them. That's right. He said, "Okay, I'm I'm done. I'm game over. Let's go." You had Missouri at twelve, lost uh, two by two scores to Georgia, Oklahoma, and then Oklahoma is the other one, which they dropping from ninth. I would be surprised if they fall behind Oregon State, but I could see Oregon State moving up three spots. I could see them moving up to thirteenth. Well, I, I wouldn't mean, be surprised by that one bit.
1: If you look at the top twenty five AP top twenty five, Oregon State moved up four spots to
3: number twelve. Yeah. in the
1: coaches' poll, they moved up six spots, where they were further back from nineteen to thirteen.
3: Okay, and uh, that is that's all, that's <clears throat> notable because that's how humans vote here. Mm-hmm. But remember, the committee is still trying to prop up Texas, and the further that they drop down, Oklahoma the harder it is to prop Texas up. Sure. And and we got we, to, like, it's stupid. We got to think this way, right? We have to think, how can this committee prop up Texas the, the most? Because we saw after they lost to Oklahoma, the committee still had them two spots ahead of them in the rankings, mm-hmm. right? So they're saying, all right, we got to justify this. And now you have to justify it even more because Oklahoma picked up a second loss. So... That is going to be a fascinating one for me, but in how they do that, we could see Oklahoma State have a meteoric rise in this thing, too. So, I, I the Oregon State Beavers are one that I'm really interested to see, and then, um, I, I think we see your Trojans fall out of the rankings. Oh, yeah, likelihood. no, I uh, but I fully expect that. You know what is good for them, though? What's good for them is that Air Force lost too. <laughs>
1: And Arizona probably moves into the rankings.
3: Arizona should. Arizona's deserving of huh. being a top 25 ranked team. They they 100% are. Um, so they, those are things I'm interested in. I, I think Oregon just kind of stays where they're at. Um, I At some point, I wouldn't be surprised if we start seeing some jostling around with Alabama especially, but I don't think it's this week. I think it may, might be next week. And I, I remember I I forewarned this one. After the uh, Tennessee game, mm-hmm. I said, just wait for the conversations to start. Alabama being a college football playoff team, here they are again, even though every, they, I think at that time they were ranked like 11th in the country. Alabama is going to be in this conversation for a college football playoff. Plug and chug. They've got three games left against Kentucky, Chattanooga, and Auburn. They will win all three of those games by 11-D. And they will they will be in the thick of this college how playoff conversation. spicy
1: do we get if Ole Miss beats Georgia now we're talking Bama one loss Georgia one loss yeah. Ole Miss one
3: yes. loss that's not good for the Pac-12 by the way like if that if that happens and then that's not good for the Pac-12 like if you are a Pac-12 want to get in the playoff in the final year you got to make sure Ole Miss does not beat Georgia this week. That'd be not good because they're gonna find a way to get two teams in.
1: Is there a they world that to. exists that two SEC no. and two Big Ten teams get in? No. Ohio
3: State, Michigan. No, 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 no. no. As long as Florida State and, and uh, in Washington take care of their business, that then no. But like if you're talking about that would be there would be a two loss team potentially uh in the SEC for this for this theory to happen. And I don't yeah, because think they, they they, they in.
1: meet in the, in the SEC
3: title. Game. I don't think that would happen over a one loss um, Back Oregon 18. or Washington. yeah.
1: You don't think. But...
3: Not right now. Not with what... Well, based on what the committee told us last week, no. But things can change. This weekend is so huge for Oregon. Yeah.
1: They, they, they need to kick, come out and kick the crap out of my directions. They
3: do. It, it, I mean, yes, they do. They need to pummel them. I mean, they need to they, drop they, the hammer this yeah. week, and then they cannot let their foot off the gas against Arizona State. No. Because it, I don't know if anybody noticed what Utah did to Arizona State last Good week. Good God. Yeah. Utah let out their aggression on Arizona State. They said, oh, we're back. We're not going to let that happen again. 55-3. to three. Did you see what they outgained them?
0: Oh, God. They outgained
3: them. I I, I want to say it was it was close to five ninety nine. What do you
1: think Whittingham fed those guys last week?
3: I don't know bacon because pig farmer quarterback. They outgained them five hundred and thirteen yards to eighty three.
1: That's that's like FCS matchup. That's like that's like week one mm-hmm. FCS school matchup.
3: Yeah, yeah. That's, I mean that's that was that's, that's
1: Oregon against Portland
3: State. They rushed that's, for three hundred and fifty two yards. Good God! Coming man. out of that game, Kenny Dillingham said. uh, Our, our, in when we go into recruiting, our criteria that we're looking for is A, offensive lineman, B, offensive lineman, C, D, heck, probably E and F are all offensive linemen. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like after, after that performance, he's like, Yeah, no, we're not doing that. We're not going through this again.
1: It's tough, man. It's tough out there.
3: I'm really interested to see. And their, their backup quarterback got hurt on the first drive, too. Yeah. That doesn't help. No
1: they're already struggling at that
3: position. Not so, everybody can win 55-3 to with their third-string quarterback.
1: Yeah. And their fourth-string running back, their top two tight ends out. <laughs> That's
3: Utah's you know, incredible. What
1: yeah. they managed to do this season has been nothing short of insane. Yep. Um, I'm really interested to see just how much the committee does with Michigan here. Or doesn't do with Michigan
3: here. It didn't bother them last time.
1: I'm fully in the Shut up about it. Make them pay a fine. Let the kids play. The kids are not a part of this. Mm-hmm. If you want, if you want this to stop, it ha- it can't be. We're going to take scholarships and make it miserable on your kids. <laughs> it has to be. It has to be monetary.
3: Oh, have you heard of the NCAA? Yeah, that's the you know problem. What
1: they do. Yeah, they're stupid. <laughs> they're stupid. <laughs> they that's, are. that's 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 what that's the problem, and yeah. it's not going to stop anything. So. It's not. All right, coming up next, we're going to put a bow on this show. I don't know which way we're going to go. We'll find a way. Danny Dusty, 1080 The
2: Fan.
1: Danny and Dusty on the Odyssey app and 1080 The Fan. If there's one thing that I love, it's taking something very, 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 very dumb and making it dumber.
3: Boy, you have never described yourself better. Right? Yeah. I love it. Yeah. I
1: love it. The <laughs> Michigan sign-stealing scandal is incredibly dumb.
3: Yeah. Like, is. on
1: every single level. And the the, the, the the level of violently dumb that it has gone to every second. Like, in break, if you're watching on YouTube, youtube.com backslash 1080 a.m. the fan, Whoop. you can see me doing a bunch of hand motions and and getting very animated in conversations with Dusty. You are a
3: big hand talker. I am a
1: massive hand talker, which is why I'm standing up in my power stance right now so I have my are. hands firmly on the table. Yeah,
3: on the YouTube stream, you, you, all it is is, like, if you were not, you need to go bare-chested one day just, because all it is is just bare chest. Just
1: just nothing but my five yeah. chest. all I, I see is camera. your chest. Yes. Um... But
3: Danny's chest
1: going violently dumb, yeah. and those are saying during the breaks, I'm usually when, it's, when I find out more details about how dumb the Michigan scandal is because <laughs> it just keeps getting dumber and I just I love it. I love how dumb it keeps getting and how petty it keeps getting. There's now a campaign ad, and I will read this. Michigan caught and it's a flag on the field and then it reads they stole our signals and they're taking our tax dollars. Every year thousands of Ohioans drive to that state up north to legally buy marijuana. <laughs> that means the whole state of Michigan with the i with an asterisk in it gets all of the tax revenue yes! from these sales. That's money they can use to repair roads, fund schools and more. They they
3: they fund they, that school up north with your part, weed.
1: They didn't capitalize on that in this in this campaign ad, which really bothers me. If you're gonna go full dumb tomorrow, that's today, Tuesday, November seventh. Vote yes on issue two to legalize adult use marijuana and bring these dollars back to the Buckeye State. Also,
4: Dude, adult, adult use yeah. marijuana,
3: like. Hey, with that, they want to legalize child use marijuana with that fear mongering. You just might because they'll be like, people in Ohio are like, if it helps the Buckeyes, put the kids on the
1: weed. Also, it reads like Derek Zoolander's uh, Center for Children that Can't Read Very Good. Because guess who it's brought to you by? Hmm. It's paid for by the Coalition to Regulate Marijuana Like Alcohol.
3: Oh. Why is it so specific? The school for kids that don't read good and stuff? Yes!
1: (laughs) Paid for by the Coalition to Regulate Marijuana Like Alcohol.
3: I like this. Uh, Hey, I would expect nothing less from the Coalition of People Who Want to Regulate Marijuana Like Alcohol. (laughs)
1: CTRMLA. They didn't even come up with a good
3: acronym. Yeah, No, they didn't. But you know what? good on those people for Sitter-m-la. Sitter-m-la. Good, good for them for coming up with a fear uh, ad right before the election. Like nothing hits home like and a the good fear, fear is, monger.
1: Them Wolverines are going to get more of our money that could go to our potheads well, in yeah. the
3: Buckeye state. That's right. You know how much marijuana that is? You know how much marijuana we can we can fund the Buckeyes program with? A lot of it. Don't go up there and buy your marijuana.
1: The jokes about the Buckeye leaf looking like a pot leaf are really coming home to roost right here. Yeah, gosh, that's well, what—that's what they should have done. Is they should have put a Buckeye helmet instead of the Buckeyes, just put pot leaves all over it.
3: That's one way to. Uh, that's one way to get voters on your side, I mm-hmm. guess, is get them all just, hot. and put them against Michigan. Just send them brownies. They're yeah. homemade brownies. They're just pitting them against Michigan. I yeah. They, if they really wanted to send this thing over the top, be like, it goes to schools. We're not saying it, but does Jim Harbaugh get paid through your marijuana purchases? Mm. You know, like that could that could be an angle that they take? Do there. you want your weed
1: to go to Jim Harbaugh?
3: I think that that would help him mm. in a lot of ways. Maybe that's why he, he is, likes milk. Yeah, he is a very very. Uh, I would have Tightly use, wound human. Yeah, I would have to be really
1: high to drink milk. So that, Re- that tracks.
3: <laughs> to drink milk. I don't like milk. I lo- milk is delicious. Oh, it's- Again, uh, you probably don't like it because it doesn't pair well with banana laffy taffy and or Twizzlers. Twizzlers. Or lamb. I bet it does pair well with lamb. I bet you it doesn't. I bet it does. All right. And on that note, we got a Wednesday tomorrow. Uh, Ryan Horvat will be back. Uh, hey, the bet that Horvat and I went in on t- together last week paid out. Mm. Um, so Horvat at one thirty tomorrow. We're coming to the next four hours of power from their mouths to your ears. It's prime time with Isaac and Sue. Have a great Tuesday. See you Wednesday on the fan. Bye. They come in threes. Everybody should just feel each other out.
2: Damn it. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's internet built for tomorrow, today.